Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where we are still tired of watching men do stuff. (laughs) You know what? That's a constant mood, Amber. That's just kind of how I live my life. You're not wrong. I mean, Mm -hmm. we do. We love a good action movie. We've talked about this before. We love some Bruce Willis. We took a little little dip back into the Bruce Willis waters. After having a delightful pit stop in the beautiful oasis that is Practical Magic. Yes, yes, indeed. But we found we weren't done being tired. Yeah, yeah. We needed a few more just like catnaps mm. in the in the beautiful world of, you know. Women-led having- projects. Women-led projects and women-written projects and and uh, movies that pass the Bechdel test and you know that kind of thing. The Be- Be- Bechdel te- test. Be- Bechdel test. I don't understand what what are you talking about? Oh, it's that one where uh, uh, there's more than one move one woman in the movie. A whoa, <laughs> which which for some of ours that's been rough. Yep. And they they talk to each other. What? B. They, they, so they have speak. So there's two women. I should clarify: mm. two women with speaking roles. Yeah, I'm sorry. You you've already well exceeded blown- my expectations yes. for most movies. Two yeah. women who talk in the movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. And to each other. Are they at least talking about like a guy that they want to have mean, sex with, or that will protect them from something? That is usually what happens in the movies. But to pass the Bechdel test, they have to talk about something other than the men that they want to have sex with i'm sorry my brain just sort of shorted yeah i know i know trying to think of way i i don't think two women meet each other in uh most of the movies we watch if there are two women in the movies it's so true even though Mm -hmm. i loved nobody we know this about me oh yeah there's nobody was fantastic was there in that movie yeah there's yeah is it his wife is that all and she was the one character we were mad at yeah yeah some movies are gonna be like that i get it but oh so many movies are like that megan especially the ones that we watch even the ones Mm -hmm. we love yeah listen (sighs) neighbor things can be true two things can be true at the same time they really i can love those movies and Mm -hmm. i can be so mad at them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i I think we have to have two things be true at the same time for most of our lives because the world is a chaotic imperfect and unfortunately still male place mm-hmm. it is if yeah. there's one gender that shouldn't be in charge well it's, it's the gender that is in charge it's the gender that is in charge yes yeah 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 i'm not saying any one gender should be in charge of things but i am saying that one in particular should absolutely not be and yet consistently is yeah and yeah. thus the world is a place in which i live and i often have to say two things can be true at once Mm-hmm. I can be yeah. entertained and furious. Yeah. I can be disgusted and furious. <laughs> Enterfurious. Disgustifurious. Furiousgusted. Furiousgusted? Furitained. <laughs> Furitained? Furitained. I'm furitained! <laughs> Megan. Yes, Amber. We watched a movie today. We watched we a movie based on a book today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Always a risk. A book series, even more of a risk. Mm-hmm. A young adult book series. Ooh, boy. Perhaps the yes. riskiest risk of all, 
It's a young adult series based on a female character. Oh, boy. Written by a woman. I was going to say, is it at least written by a man? No. no. Oh, boy. Unfortunately, no. Hmm. We're dipping our toe into some troubled waters. Megan, we watched Divergent. Yes, we watched uh, the first of the Divergent series. The 2014 Divergent. I hate you so much. Also, it's I'm... just called Divergent. So, y- yes, mm. it is part of a series, but it's also the name of the movie. There's more to come, is what I'm saying. Oh, boy. Megan. Yes. As we've come to expect, we have a game that we must play before we can get into this conversation about mm-hmm. a divergent, and yes. it is thusly, which is which is which is which. Okay, I'm I'm excited about it. I shall read you summaries of the film from Amazon, IMDb, Metacritic, and Amber, not necessarily in that order, and you will tell me which is which is which is which. Okay, I think I can do it. I think you can too. Although this one might be hard. Okay, all right. Nah, it won't be, you'll get it. <laughs> we begin mm-hmm. in a world where people in are divided world. into distinct <laughs> factions based on human virtues Triss Pryor is warned she is divergent and will never fit into any one group when she discovers a conspiracy by a faction leader to destroy all divergence Triss must learn to trust in the mysterious four and together they must find out uh. what makes being divergent so dangerous before it's too late Megan uh-huh. quick question is that the plot of the movie no in a world. In a world. No, no, that's that's not what it's about. Just, is the plot Untrue. to destroy all divergence? The, I mean, they want to do that, but that is not the main plot of the movie. No, it's sort of uh, incidental. Yeah, it's it's kind of part of what needs to happen in order to do their big plan in the movie. And must she and Four do, together discover what makes being divergent so dangerous before it's too late? Does that have anything to do with nope. anything? It has nothing to do with anything. Does nope. that happen nope. at all in this movie? Uh-uh. No, no, no. Do, do they even discover what being divergent is? What they don't know so what dangerous? it is. No, and no one knows why they are, and no one seems to have any explanation for that. No. It's more they, just, they, they don't fit to any one category, and it threatens people. Yes. Okay, so that's the first one. The super accurate first one. Mm-hmm. Two. In a world divided by factions based on virtues, Triss learns she's divergent and won't fit in. When she discovers a plot to destroy divergence, Triss and the Mysterious Four must find out what makes divergence dangerous before it's too late. Okay, excellent. Fuck, I could wish I wish I could remember which two cheat off each other. Okay. All right. Three. Uh-huh. In a world divided by <laughs> factions, oh, Triss learns she won't fit in. What? That's, That's all? <laughs> That's okay. Okay, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be fair, Amazon uh-huh. had two because there are two versions of the movie. Okay, sure. There was another one that mentioned that Divergent was based on a world best-selling book series. This one was funnier, so it's the one I read. <laughs> yes, of course. It just, it, like, they tried to copy off the other two, but they just, like, they got, got tired. Bored. And they were like, I, I mean, it's the same. We're all just doing the same thing, right? Yeah. Fuck it. They they didn't they didn't select the whole thing when they copied and pasted. They and they're like, exactly nah, fuck it. Close the fuck enough. Yeah. In a world divided by factions, Tris learned she won't fit in. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's the movie. Well, that's closer to the plot of the movie than the other two. They actually, I think that's what happened here. I think they, they were going to copy and paste the whole thing, finished reading it, and then thought to themselves, that's not what happens. That's not I what guess happens. we can only use part of this first sentence. God forbid we try to write our own sentence, but okay. Absolutely not. Because when someone mm-hmm. tries to write their own sentence, it might turn a little bit out, like number four. Okay. That was not a sentence. In a world where people are divided into one of five factions, each based on a human virtue, Triss learns she is divergent and won't fit in. But then she totally does fit in with the brave but kind of dumb faction by pretending to be slightly less smart, but then the smart asshole faction decides to straight murder the selfless faction, because selfless people are super suspicious in the future and also they have all the political power, by brainwashing Triss's new faction. Except divergent people can't be brainwashed, so, well, hero time! In a world. In a world. (laughs) So happy they all started that way. Okay, Amber. Well, I'm going to go with Metacritic, IMDb, uh, Amazon, and Amber. Yeah, this was an easy one. Yeah. I had to start with In a World because it would have been way too obvious if I hadn't. (laughs) Why does this one get the In a World treatment? In a World. That's interesting. Yeah. I thought I, I was I started writing mine before I read the other ones. I was uh-huh. I was like in a future where or like mm-hmm. a dystopian future. It's no, it's in a world. We're just completely removing this from Earth space time. It's yeah, just even though in, imagine if you will. Imagine a Chicago, but not this Chicago. But not this Chicago. Mm-hmm. A different Chicago. A dystopian one. Ah, great. Fantastic. I love a witches, 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 witch. Only because you win them all the time. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 one of my, uh, you know, secret superpowers. Do you know what my other secret superpower is, Amber? Have I told you this? I don't think I do. Um, you know, it's it's those those superpowers that are just completely mundane and mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. but um mine is being able to um close doors perfectly. What does that mean? Um, it means that like I can like pull a door shut without slamming it, but also while latching it. Oh, any kind yeah. of door? Are we talking like car know. doors specifically? No, I'm talking more like house doors. Oh, or, house doors or, okay. or office doors or you know, okay. doors with a, a door hand like a like a turning knob. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, mm-hmm. that is uh very mundane. Very mundane. I mean, I, I was thinking at least with car doors, you know, you, you increase the longevity of the car doors. Sweet, sweet, nah. latchy goodness, but not no. get a good not Uber car rating. Doors. Not car doors, Amber. They don't like it when you slam the door. No. Okay. I'm anyway. uselessly psychic. Yeah, see, that's your mundane superpower. That's yeah. a little bit more um, uh, uh, exciting than mine. Not at all, because the things <laughs> that I predict are so pointless... Mm-hmm. As to be inane, yeah, it's not. It's not even mundane. My thing is inane. <laughs> oh, you're, you're a inane superpower. My inane superpower. I can guess when something pointless might have happened or will mm-hmm. happen. That's beautiful, Amber. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten more than one text of Amber asking if I had done something that I had literally just finished doing. I don't understand why, and it's pointless. It's not, sure. it, it serves no purpose. I get no, no advantage from this. No. <sighs> it's actually mm. ultimately just super disappointing. Yeah. Two things can be true at once, Megan. Yes. I can be both psychic and mm-hmm. useless. 
Yep. Yep. So many times I get a text from Amber that says, did you just close that door perfectly? And I'm like, <laughs> yep. You know I did. <laughs> Absolutely, fucking tootly I did. Every time. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about some people who do not close doors perfectly. Metaphorically speaking, it's time for the Critics' Corner. It is. It is. Amber, the critics... Critics did not appreciate this movie. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's 41 for the critics and 69. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Audience. Up top, my brother. Six number. Mm-hmm. Metacritic, 48 for the critics, 60 for the users. Yep, yep. This shouldn't surprise me Mm. and i guess it doesn't and i I think that bums me out i sure in watching this movie i think this is a solid 60s solid 60 for sure amber easily it's not groundbreaking Mm -mm. the story isn't amazing or super Mm -mm. duper unique i've never seen this before wowzers Mm -hmm. but by every metric of an action sci-fi movie Solid story, solid action, excellent choreography, fantastic acting, decent mm-hmm, dialogue, yeah. great sets, cinematography it, yeah. is great. It's, it is. It is an entertaining movie that is well-performed and well-made with a lot of attention to detail. Yep. So for me, regardless of the other aspects, that's a 60 movie. Right. I don't know why my my like touchstone is the Expendables movies, but um this did the, the Expendables one and two were rated better than this movie. That's so fucking fucked. I feel like and, we maybe yeah. watched the Expendables so that we could have that metric. The, yeah, yeah. The back like first Expendables. What the fuck? Yeah, the first one was like a forty-two, and the second one was like a sixty-something for the Expendables. I mean, 42 is, is, you know, lower than a 48, but I guess that's about the same for, for Rotten Tomatoes is what you're right, at. Yeah, yeah, this is Rotten Tomatoes. It's 41 uh, for, yeah, anyway. That's just... Cause, it's wild, right? Because if you think about what I just said about this movie and mm-hmm. then apply that same ruler to the Expendables, it falls wildly short. The story is yeah. nonsensical. The dialogue is nonsensical. Oh, the acting is not good. Not sensical. The choreography is ultimately kind of underwhelming yeah it's just big loud splashy funny ish and a bunch mm-hmm. of action stars that you recognize from other things nostalgically right right there i would be surprised if someone who didn't already have like fondness in their heart for some of those actions and stars to actually enjoy the expendables whereas divergent mm-hmm. it's a pleasant movie it really is it's a little gr- yeah. it's a little grim it's a little dark because it's dystopian but there's joy in it. Mm-hmm. There's pathos in it. And uh, real acting. Yeah. Very good acting. Yes, absolutely. And honestly, a solid, decent story that is aimed at young adults, which I think mm-hmm. is, it has a, a fair message that I think is enacted quite nicely. And there's a fucking young woman at the head of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it is written by another woman. So here's mm-hmm. a story that I feel like needs to exist, and I'm glad that it does, and then the critics shit all over it. Why is that? Why is it that this young woman-led, female author, written story is so poorly reviewed? I don't Mm -hmm. think it's because the movie itself is actually bad. I think it's because we pick apart things that are written 
for young adults. Generally speaking, mm-hmm. if it's a movie based yes. on a young adult book, especially young adult series, they're going to have more heavy scrutiny on it in the same way that, you know, movies with overblown budgets tend to get dinged a little bit more. Sure, sure. I think also the fact that it's headed by a young girl is not mm-hmm. helping it either. For right. as much praise is the, the the main actress who plays Triss, the main character, is amazing in it. And her name is Shailene Woodley, and she's very, very good. And she gets a lot of praise. So the reviews that are like, yeah, ah, she's should. great, yeah. but the movie's boring. The movie's derivative. They mention The Hunger Games because The Hunger Games came out two years. The movie came out two years right. before this one did. Right. They're both dystopian futures. And there's a young woman who's in charge of things. They, right. who's, who's running the story and we focus on her. Other than that, yeah. these movies are not very similar. Right. It's like Practical Magic and Witches of Eastwick. Like, it, that's not, it's not the same movie just because there's similar themes in it. And, like, y- you can say that that dystopian futures are uh, uh, um, a derivative or whatever, but, like, it's a genre that a lot of things fall into these days. Like, and even before these days, like, you know, there's... There's a lot of them. Movies, TV shows, a lot of dystopian shit going on. I mean, it's it's basically... Real life, you know, etc. Did you say... Oh, real life, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, yes. Sadly. It's like saying you should compare Star Wars and Star Trek because yeah. they're both in space. And right. well, there's that old joke of you, you like one over the other. To actually compare space magic ninjas to military science officers there's not really a lot of overlap beyond the fact that they're flying around in space on fucking spaceships the actual ip is super different right so you have yeah dystopian future where society has taken some some zigs and some zags and we're following a woman Mm -hmm. that's about it yes yeah yeah I guess there are districts and versus factions, mm-hmm. so they they break people up into groups. But that's kind of a thing that happens in a. I don't yeah, know. There's a lot of. I mean, that's Harry Potter too, right? That's like break them up into houses, break them up into factions, break them up into districts. Yeah, that's a thing that happens mm-hmm. based on based movies. on specific characteristics. This has more in common mm-hmm. with Harry Potter than it does with the Hunger Games, because the Hunger mm-hmm. Games you're just born into a district and. It's a certain right. style of work and level of poverty. Whereas in Harry Potter, right. you are sorted into a house based on your attributes of... Which is exactly what this does. Bravery yeah. or intelligence mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. kindness or cunning. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's just not like a selfless one. There's not a selfless Harry one. Potter, yeah. I, I imagine yeah. you just lump the kind and the selfless people into the same bullshit yeah. house of bullshit because fuck those people. Which this movie also mm-hmm. kind of seems to feel. It says kind of fuck these people, yeah. Fuck selfless people. We have, we're openly suspicious of those assholes. Of course we are. Let's kill them. Mm-hmm. What? No, Wait, but what really. What did you just say, Amber? No, but really. Apparently. <laughs> selfless, you're going to kill the selfless people? <laughs> we're going to kill What's them. What's happening? They're feeding the factionless, Megan. Fuck those the, so people. You, the factionalists, you mean like the poor and the people without a place to be? Yes. They're giving so them some of the food that we have plenty of. But but there's no food crisis or anything. There's no... Why are they stealing the food, Megan? Yeah, but there's not stealing the food. I don't ever. even think they're giving it to the factionalists. I think they're keeping it for themselves. But 
you also have plenty of food. What do you fucking care? You make an excellent point. But fuck them. Mm. They have all the political power mm. and I want it. I see. Okay. All right. I think. Yes. As me. Mm-hmm. That this movie was more poorly reviewed by a lot of critics because of where it comes from and who's at the head of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, absolutely. I could be very, very wrong. But in terms of quality, it is several steps above The Expendables. Yes. Like many, many steps above The Expendables. And Which again, a fun, a fun uh, watch, but not... But not, and, and not for as wide an audience. I think The Expendables is a very right. niche movie, whereas this has much larger, wider appeal. Mm -hmm. But I think it, it gets dismissed for all of the attributes that we've already listed. So I, I would, as, as usual, take exception to the critics and their opinions and uh, tell you to just not listen to them. Yeah, don't listen to them. Listen to us. We're so much smarter. We're so much smarter than them. I will say that I read a Bustle review by Ali Funk, who mentions that, and this stood out to me, um, that in this movie, um, the the heroine does not get a makeover, as opposed to many, 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 many other women-led movies. Like we're we're kind of in the in the middle of the movie, in the in the heat of her, like the heroine like changing herself in order to usually like win a guy or you know usually it's a guy but like to kind of change herself to make her life better she's now has a makeover <laughs> nothing happens in that like that in this movie which is fantastic she gets more muscles she gets more muscles she trains she fights and shoots better sure sure yeah that's a kind of makeover it's but it's not like a here wear something else to be prettier she doesn't get like a haircut. Mm -mm. Does she stop wearing glasses? <laughs> no, she does not. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I feel I can yeah. relate to this even less now than I already could. Mm -hmm. I just want to be pretty. Well, I want someone to tell me how I'm supposed to look so that I can fit in and grow into my true self. Mm -hmm. The prettier yeah. self. Yeah. The prettier self. Well, bye, mm -hmm. critics. Yeah, bye, critics. Amber, what do you like about this movie? In a world. <laughs> this is not an amazing movie by any stretch of the imagination. It is sure. a good movie. It is a solid movie. Yeah. It is an entertaining movie. It is not something that stands out to me as you have to see this. This this did such a unique thing or such a beautiful thing or such a, I, I don't know. It, it, it does not yeah. have an exceptional quality to it. Beyond the fact that it is, I think, a very well-constructed sci-fi action movie that is led by a female protagonist. Right. It's sad that that's exceptional, but it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it is widely appealing to a fairly diverse audience for the fact that it is competently done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've already mentioned this, but the action and choreography, great. There's a lot of attention yeah. to detail. There's a, a very specific fight style that they go for mm -hmm. they the training is is intense and demonstrates a clear kind of upscaling from here's somebody who's never fought before because she was part of a selfless faction to here's somebody who's thrown herself into this 
and worked right. her way up. She's not going to be the best fighter, but she is a very good fighter. Right. right. And I, I like that, too. I like the fact that she doesn't become the best. She has to right. scrape her way off the bottom. Right. Right. And, and like, realistically so. Like, and she's not given superpowers. She's she's given drive, or she has drive, I should say. Exactly. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just sheer desire to both belong but also prove herself i think more than anything to herself right yeah absolutely there isn't as much as so tris prior is is our main character she starts is there there are five factions in this world Mm -hmm. friends abnegation dauntless candor erudite and another one. It's a fucking seven dwarf situation, Megan. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm gonna get there. Amity. Yep. Amity. Amity. We don't yeah. spend a lot of time with them, so they're easy to forget. We do not. Each one is based on a virtue. Uh, Dauntless is bravery. Mm-hmm. Candor is honesty, and they're like the law people. The Dauntless people are kind of the military cop people. Erudite are the mm-hmm. science people. They're smirt. Yep. Abnegation are the selfless people. They're charitable. They run mm-hmm. the politics and they're in charge because they're self- selfless because so they can be trusted. Yeah. And then Amity, they're kind and they're happy and they do all the farming. And they do farming. Yep. Yep. Sounds a little bit like slave labor to me, but whatever. Uh, they're happy about it. Then there's factionless people. They're just the poor who live on the streets because they don't have a faction. So fuck them. Right. They don't fit in. So yeah. Fitting in is really important. Mm-hmm. When you reach a certain age, you are tested in your brain to see which faction you belong to. Right. But on your choosing day, you can decide which faction you want to be mm-hmm. in despite what your test says. Right. Yep. Most people test into their birth faction. Mm-hmm. And most people wind up selecting their birth faction. Some people don't. Yep. And our, our main character, Triss, when she goes through the brain test, she's told it was inconclusive because she tested for all the factions. Right. Which makes her... Divergent. Divergent. Yes. We don't really learn what that means beyond no. she isn't one thing, she's all things or multiple things, maybe not all of them, but she scares them because she doesn't fit cleanly into a box. Right. And so they'd kill yes. her for that. Right. She learns because, right. this over time as she's fitting into a box. Right, as she's trying to fit, yeah, yeah, she's trying really hard to fit into that box. And the reason that there are these five factions is because, you know, dystopian world, things got all fucked up. And so the, they want these five factions in order to keep the peace is the like overall plan. Exactly. And, and you know, disregarding the fact that like, if you are factionless, you're just kind of thrown to the ground. And that's, that's doesn't seem terribly peaceful or nice it's peaceful for the people in the factions megan because they don't have to deal with somebody who doesn't quite fit in i guess so but it does seem like there is a very prominent like you 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 are born and raised to want to fit in yes and to cultivate certain attributes like the You you see glimpses of Triss's life as she she was raised in abnegation to one of the the ruling families in abnegation, 
and you don't look at yourself in the mirror. They they have very mm -hmm. little mirror time. They wear gray drab clothes. They're supposed to help people and think of others before they think of themselves. They eat bland food. Mm -hmm. But they steal all of the bland food, Amber. They don't even eat meat, Megan. <laughs> yep, yep. They live in really plain houses mm -hmm. that all look identical. Yeah. Whereas the glimpses you get of like erudite, they they live in these big, fancy, more modern buildings because science mm -hmm. and candor looks like fucking courtrooms and. Right. I assume Amity just sleep in tents and fields. I don't know. Yeah. And Dauntless is in some sort of like cave warehouse thing it's like a yeah. warehouse quarry where they just yeah. train all the time and jump on trains and but you see them appealing to, to tris just because they run everywhere they climb on mm -hmm. things they're fearless they're joyful they're fucking crazy oh yeah they run everywhere they are yeah uh, uh, uh they're they're unhinged they like there's this train, as Amber said, that seems to be in perpetual motion. Like, I, I imagine it much like um, a, a Snowpiercer, but like on a much smaller track where it just kind of goes around and around. Chicago. This is dystopian Chicago. And it just goes around and around. And they just have to catch it whenever they uh, uh, see it come by. Um, and there's no, like, subway stations. The train doesn't stop. So they, they always jump on it or jump off of it. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, pretty great. They have to climb like two-story yeah. platform to get climb the L to into come a up, position yeah. to jump on it. Uh-huh, yeah. Jumping off of it necessitates a long gap to a rooftop. It's... But she's into it. She She's seen oh, them yeah, from afar and she wants to be a part of it and that's what she chooses. Mm-hmm. And there's... As much as you would think that the idea is to reject the rigidity of these categories... Mm -hmm. they also show that there's a clear joy and belonging and acceptance and finding a place where you feel like you can be more yourself. She did not feel comfortable in abnegation, despite the fact that she could extol those virtues. She feels more comfortable in Dauntless and does fit in. Right. Because she, she is work at it. fearless. Yeah. She has to right. work she at the physical fearless, aspects yeah. of it, but like right. she has that fearless spirit. She does. But dang it, she's also kind of smart, and she sometimes thinks for herself, and that just, oh, she's... So it's, yeah, it's not a good soldier, Amber. She's not, she's not the best soldier, Megan. No, she's not. So there, this is the kind of the general plot, and I think it's perfectly good enough. Good enough. Good, good enough. enough. <laughs> and yeah. so you, the, the first part of it is her finding her place, and then the discomfort of kind of realizing she doesn't quite fit. The first part of the training is physical. She almost doesn't make it, but she manages it. Mm -hmm. And in, in a spectacular fashion, you know, she she actually helps her her team win the capture the flag game, you know, just right. after she's been knocked out by the top ranked asshole because mm -hmm. one of the guys in charge of the training is a sociopath and hates her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The so 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 the the Dauntlets like management are all uh uh just sociopathic power hungry men uh violent men yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. except for one ah yes four yes we're four played by theo james indeed we're introduced to four he's one of the trainers he's the one who's training the new initiates who were not born in dauntless right 
So Triss's main social group is just a bunch of people from a bunch of different factions who decided right. to switch to Dauntless. Her main friend is played by Zoe Kravitz. Mm-hmm. Um, she's from Candor. She's got some erudite friends. Her main mm-hmm. antagonist is from Candor. That guy's an asshole. He is. Peter. Screw that guy. Peter. Miles Teller, yes. Who who actually played her, I believe, played her boyfriend in the star, Fault in the Stars. Aww, no, no. That's funny. That's not true. Her her brother played her boyfriend in Fault of the Stars. What? But she's but she's uh, uh, friends with Miles Taylor Teller in real life. Her- yeah, the actor who plays yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the actor who plays her brother in this movie. Yes, the actor who plays her brother. Because in what this you movie, said with your mouth words was bonkers. You, okay, you basically <laughs> sounds- told me that Woodley's actual brother played her boyfriend in that movie. Oh no, no, sorry. Her 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 brother in this movie. Ansel Elgort. Yes, sure. Uh played her boyfriend in The Fault in Our Stars. Fascinating and excellent trivia. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome and I'm sorry I led you astray. What you words. said was very confusing. Mm-hmm. I usually do that. <laughs> it's a talent of mine. So she kissed her brother a bunch in a movie? That doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem correct at all. But she's... I'm trying to remember what we were talking about before this, and I got very distracted. (laughs) Sorry. Four. That's on me. Four Four. is training her and her merry band of other faction misfits. Mm -hmm. And he seems like a decent guy. You know, Mm -hmm. he's he's intense, standoffish, menacing. Mm Mm-hmm. Ultimately, seems to have an okay heart. You know, he's not yeah. a sociopath somehow, and he yeah, a little squishy inside. You're told he could be in a higher level leadership role. He was first in his class when mm-hmm. he came through training, but he's he seems to be more interested in uh, being he an intelligence gatherer and a trainer. Yeah, and uh, you see like inklings of a connection between him and Triss. He he seems mm-hmm. to you know take an interest in her training and want her to succeed, despite the fact that she does not seem terribly capable of the physical aspect. Where things really come into play is that the second part of training, it's mental, Megan. Yeah. Because if there's one thing that's important to Dauntless, it's overcoming fear. So they yes. use super advanced technology uh-huh. to force you to hallucinate all of your fears. And then the, yep. then people can see you doing it. Yeah, they can project what you're thinking on the, on the big screen. And then you're supposed to you work through them. And the faster you do it, the better you are. And it's really hard, and, and a lot of people fail and do very poorly. Yeah. But first go, Triss makes it through in three minutes. That is four times faster yeah. than most people, Megan. See, Amber, this is this is a problem, though. That is that is too fast. You want to be fast, but not too fast. That's too fast. She, instead of working her way through her fears like a divergent would by finding mm-hmm. some sort of tool... You mean a dauntless wood. Sorry, a dauntless word. That's right. She's doing it like a divergent. Yes. Because while she's hallucinating, she realizes, oh, this shit isn't real. (laughs) So just, it's like lucid dreaming. She's like, well, fuck this. I'm going to fly. Indeed. Mm -hmm. And four realizes that he has a divergent on his hands. And instead Uh of murdering her, he helps her get through the training like a dauntless Right, kind of. So she has to control her urge to just like do whatever the fuck she wants to, and bend that to spoon, f- Triss. No, don't do it. Don't bend nope, the spoon. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. 
I think the training aspect is interesting. I think it is it is a pretty long movie. It's it's over two hours. It is, yeah. Um, it doesn't feel like that. Like I didn't I I didn't feel like it was lagging very much. No, I I I, I enjoyed it all. I, I felt like the pacing was good, and I, it, a lot of times you, especially with movies based on books, they have to cram a whole bunch in, and it feels mm-hmm. rushed. It feels like you're missing something, and I think that sure. there were certainly aspects of that. You didn't get a lot, and some of the critics mentioned this, you didn't get a lot of the interior lives of the characters. You didn't get a lot of Mm -hmm. fleshing out or development for anyone other than kind of the main two. Mm -hmm. Um, I get the sense that the character that Maggie Q played Mm -hmm. might have had more to do in the books, but maybe not. Yeah, I want her to have more. I hope she's in the other movies. I do too. Um, But it's... I think it's enough. It's enough to be invested mm-hmm. in the main characters. Sure. It's enough to believe in the the friendships and the enmities that that spring up as as the movie progresses. And it, it really it doesn't. It has good pacing. I I feel like mm-hmm. I'm given enough detail, and we're not lingering in places that we don't need to linger in. And I think they they hit the notes that they want to hit with a lot of competency. If I'm supposed to be sad, I get it. If I'm supposed to feel her elation, I get that too. Right. Right. And despite being a dystopian movie, and despite this dauntless faction that she's in being very uh, um, concentrated on being fearless, like, there's a lot of joy that happens in her life as she's kind of discovering who she wants to be. Yep. And, yeah. Yep. Her her first failure in training is mm-hmm. immediately preceded by her bonding even closer with Zoe Kravitz's character and them going to get mm-hmm. tattoos together. Right. Uh, and and kind of that that it should feel depressing and terrifying because if she fails, she's factionless. Mm-hmm. But instead, there's sort of a delightful, joyous resistance to that, to, to the grimness of the situation. It's, let's have some fun. Let's... yes bond and become even more dauntless because dauntless is about getting piercings and tattoos and being fearless and doing whatever and Mm -hmm. you know we'll we'll take it one day at a time and and to not kind of be overwhelmed by the axe hanging over your head and and i think they do accomplish that pretty well yes agreed and when they complete you know the physical aspect of the training there's that zipline scene that's (laughs) silly and and pointless but also it's an interesting, and, and, yeah. yeah. And she is flying. I mean, she's like essentially flying in this where like it's it's about, yeah, it's about fear. And it's also about like enjoying the beauty of the dystopian city that she lives in. And yeah. It's an interesting celebration of having c- completed this sort of rite of passage followed by another rite of passage that is itself sort of a solitary celebration of fearlessness and the city it's, that you're going to be protecting. And it, it there's... There's there's something underpinning everything that feels very genuine and well thought out mm-hmm. uh, without being, it doesn't feel trite, derivative, cardboardy, lazy. Yeah, agreed. And it's very well sold by Woodley. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it, she ends up being kind of, I mean, obviously, she's the main protagonist, but like the heart of the movie as well, being that like her acting kind of pulls it all together. We spend a lot of time on her face, and yeah, and it's an adorable face, and she does she does well with it. Yeah, she's doing good work, Amber. So it sounds like she's found herself, and then that's the end of the movie. 
You would think so. Yeah. She found herself. Ew. She, she mm -hmm. very, with the help of four, was able to sublimate her divergency and mm -hmm. come forward into the beauty that is Dauntless. She's, she's in. Yeah. She did it. Good. Excellent. Only, unfortunately, oh. immediately following this. Okay. Shit goes fucking bad. Yeah, super duper bad. They have been seeding some displeasure with mm -hmm. Abnegation, the faction that's in charge, that is caused by the leadership in Erudite, who believe that they should be in charge. They're the science people, and they're led by Janine, played by Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. And they've been spreading rumors about the ruling factions and families. And, oh, wouldn't you know it, Triss is one of the kids in one of the ruling factions. And she and her brother both didn't stay with abnegation. And it's a whole fucking thing, basically. It's a whole thing, yeah. Basically, Erudite wants to stage a coup. Yes. But they're science jockeys, Megan. They're, they're microscope monkeys. Yeah, they're potion makers, Amber. I don't think that's what they're doing, but okay. Well, they make those solutions that make the soldiers bad or, or, sure, or they're, brainwashed. They're science potion makers. They're science potion makers, Amber. Yes. They need an army. Dauntless yep. is an army. How you yes. get the army to do what you want them to do when what you want them to do is to shoot unarmed, selfless people wearing gray clothes? Well, you brainwash mm -hmm. them, Megan. Yeah, you both brainwash them. Uh, 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 to, to follow orders, and then you brainwash them by, like, making them think they're still in a simulation. Yep. Uh, the simulations that they do all the time in order to prove that they're fearless, so. Yeah, you just, you inject yeah. them with some stuff, and then computers control their brains and make them shoot people. Science potion. Say it, Amber. Science potion. You inject them with science potion, and then. Yay. And then use magic touchy screens. Yes. To make their brains do bad mojo. With guns. Yeah. Yep, exactly. To unarmed people begging for their lives whose only crime is to be selfless. Yeah, it's disturbing. Fuck selfless people is what this movie says. Yeah, this is a big fuck you to selfless people. <laughs> they are suspicious and they deserve to die. Mm-hmm. So says yeah. the science monkeys. Yes. Yeah. So it's an evil conspiracy between dauntless leadership who's in on this right. who is in on it and don't need to be brainwashed to do that because they're just like yeah no sounds great i'm in for some action and the science monkeys who want to be in charge right so immediately after this new group of initiates completes their training and are in everybody gets injected and they're sent uh -huh. out to kill abnegation Right, all right. of abnegation, men, women, and children, fucking all of them. Yes, yep. I mean, most especially council members, but yeah, yes. They were lining everybody up against. But they that were lining wall. everyone up. Yeah, it, it was it was council members first, and then you know we'll get to the other people. It was a full purge. Yeah, yeah. Very disturbing. Very disturbing. Mm -hmm. luckily if you're divergent the serum doesn't work on you it does not because you realize it's not real and luckily the divergent people who are also smart divergent people know to pretend it works on them right oh poor what's Eric? his face i don't think we knew Something. that guy yeah yeah he got shot no i don't head, think we though. do yeah yeah he kind of walks around saying what's going on and it's like oh dude dude 
get with a program. He was probably like an Amity Candor Dauntless Divergent and not like an yeah. Erudite Divergent. You want that Erudite in your Divergence. Otherwise, yeah. you get shot in the head. Yeah. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Right. So now um, uh, Four and Triss are uh, p- like part of the um, um, military going into... Um, take over Triss's own family and uh, and yeah faction and so wait but four is divergent too oh yeah by the way four is divergent too neat that's why he knew all that stuff about how to beat the test oh why he was training her to do so that makes a lot of sense doesn't it though and it's kind of subtle like we don't really Mm -hmm. have much of a conversation about you know you're divergent okay cool Right, you're right. You kind of learn in this thing that uh, he grabs her hand and you're like, oh, phew. That- and he was doing a lot better job of pretending he was a mindless fool than she was. She was not playing it up very well. She wasn't. But that was a good moment, though. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, absolutely. That was actually... it Because everybody around her is mindless. She's going mm-hmm. along so she doesn't get shot in the head, but what the fuck is she going to do? And she spots right. four up ahead of her on the train and slowly mm-hmm. makes her way up, which seems very stupid. Seems very stupid. If there had been a, 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 a you know, a leadership, dauntless leadership person in there, they, they would have figured it out real quick. But yeah. But then when she gets up next to him and just mm-hmm. stands there shoulder to shoulder and he seems just as brainwashed as everybody else, but then mm-hmm. his hand slowly reaches over and grabs hers. And just the mm-hmm. restrained relief on both of their faces when they yes. make contact with each other. Because neither of them knew for sure until right. that moment. It's really well acted and played. and It, it is, it, yeah. It makes it worth it to watch her do that stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah, it, it gets it gets buck wild. Very mm-hmm, quickly mm-hmm. and very desperately. And then action, 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 dead parents. Very sad. Oh, very sad. Like sold on the sadness too. Oh, totally sold on the sadness. Her holding yeah. her Ashley. Oh, her mom's Ashley Judd and she's great and she's beautiful. Of course, always. Natalie, who her mom was a Dauntless. So she's yeah. actiony and badass before she gets straight ganked. Mm-hmm. It's very sad when she's holding her and crying. I feel it. I feel the pain. Yeah. Yeah, her dad, um, um, she finds her dad and, and her brother, um, and uh, her dad, you know, being abnegation, like, realizes on his daughter's word, like, he, he listens to his daughter, and he's like, oh, okay, so, like, we need to do this, and we need to do this quickly, because, you know, every moment that we hesitate, another abnegation person is killed, and another... Uh, a dauntless person becomes a murderer. A brainwashed dauntless person. Love that Triss says that. Yes. I love that there's an acknowledgement, not just of the fact that time is of the essence because, yeah, abnegation is about to be murdered, but the people in Dauntless are being controlled. Yeah. So they're not doing this of their own volition. And as soon as their minds were freed, they would be murderers. They would right. know what they, they would- had done and they would not have wanted to do it, most of them, hopefully. Yeah. They would have, yeah, felt, felt just, yeah, it would have been a forever weight on their soul. Right? And and she yeah. has to shoot some of the brainwashed Dauntless people to get, get away, including someone right. who is her friend. Right. And you feel that too. Yeah. Yep. It's, it is a good moment. You know, she, she has to keep fighting yeah. through, but there's that, I, I killed him moment. And, and it's, 
Yeah, we we recently talked about uh, a, a similar thing with uh, with with the stormtroopers, Amber. The stormtroopers in the new Star Wars is movies, where they they ain't clones no more. Yeah, the Star Wars movies, especially the last one. Those stormtroopers are children that were kidnapped and brainwashed. We learned this. We learned this about Finn, who like decide like figures that he doesn't have to do what he's brainwashed into doing. And you just murder them constantly. They're just just murder them. Faceless things wearing masks so we don't have to think about the brainwashed child inside that white armor. We are not gonna agonize over this. Thank you, Divergent. We should think about the person on the other side of that gun. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, you know, we do get to know those people as she's training with them and they're they're humanized. But still, right. come on, Star Wars. I also, you know, I yeah. have to say, romance aspect? Mm-hmm. Not mad at it. No, I'm not mad at it either. Yeah, it, it's... um. It makes sense. There's chemistry between the actors. Mm. They they seem to be like a team that respect each other. There's not like a a a weird chase of one of them going after the other and trying to convince them that they like each other, which happens in a lot of uh, uh, teenage movies. Um, so often, that's good. Respect. Yeah. There's mutual respect there. Yep. The power dynamic is is surprisingly even, despite the fact that he's in a leadership role and one of her trainers. It doesn't have. She always feels like an equal. Right, right. That you are you are convinced of Triss's power. You are convinced mm-hmm. of her aptitude and her ability without ever feeling like she's super powered and an OP yep. in this movie. You you feel her desperation and you feel her fragility, and, mm-hmm. but you also never question like her competence or her willingness to throw herself at something without being right. stupid about it. Oh yeah. She thinks about things. Mm-hmm. She works the angle. She does what needs to be does. Yes. She does do what needs to be does, Amber. Yes. And it's also not a main focus of the story. It's a part of the story. Right. And it's it's a well-done part of the story. It's a relatively nuanced part of the story. But it's the point isn't for Triss to get the boy. Right. And in, in fact, I was thinking about it in terms of the Bechdel test. And I don't think Triss actually talks to anybody about this relationship. <laughs> like, no, ma'am. Um, the closest she comes to talking about it is when, even before they even kiss for the first time, Four saves her from those three boys that were going to throw her off the cliff because she was too good at the brain thing. Oh, dear. And he lets her sleep in his apartment so she doesn't have to go back to the barracks where they all sleep together and she wouldn't be safe. And he gives her one of his sweaters. And her friend asks her, is that a new sweater? And she says, no. And then we don't talk about it anymore. And then that's it, yeah. It is not an entrance to, oh, but this boy. Nope. Nope. They've got other bigger things to worry about. Like the fact that one of my friends tried to throw me off a fucking cliff. Yeah, uh uh-huh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. It it all accumulates, accumulates? No, that's not the word. Cromulates? It all, mm mm-hmm. It all accumulates. Culminates. Culminates. There it is. There's the right letters. Thank you. It all culminates with uh, uh, the them fighting their way essentially to uh, Janine, Kate Winslet's character, um, uh, who again we've got this this 
um, woman being the kind of evil mastermind of the erudite faction, which is, you know, she's, she's certainly evil, but like, she's also like clever and smart about it and like conniving and yeah, pretty, pretty good evil. Yep. And driven. Yeah. She, she's very good at being evil. She, she's very, Mm -hmm. cause she seemed, she's so reasonable. Oh, she's so reasonable. She almost makes sense most of the time. Almost makes sense. And and there's a good moment where they do manage to finally brainwash four, but then Triss breaks him out of it because she knows what's inside of his brain. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Triss and four get the upper hand of Janine and her people because once you get through all of the brainwashed Dauntless folks, it's just a bunch of microscope (laughs) monkeys with guns. Yeah, they cannot fight two dauntless people are you kidding they me they can't do that no and janine gets a knife through her hand mm-hmm. and then the same knife gets pulled out of her hand and put to her throat and Tris is like you need to shut this program down because janine realizing the situation was spiraling out of her control immediately starts to activate the dauntless people to finish the purge just yeah just line them up and shoot them yeah knife to her throat she won't back down. No, she will not. She's like, you're willing to die for your convictions. I'm willing to die for mine. Mm-hmm. Respect, evil sister friend. Yeah, that is that is that is hardcore. You want the power, like you want the power dynamic to change so much that you don't even need to be around for the power. You just need it to change, which is kind of wild because things were going well until you decided to break the peace. But so- were they, Megan? In her mind, they were not. In her mind, they were not. She's willing to die for that belief. Triss, yeah. because uh-huh. she's not just a dauntless. No. No, no, Megan. She's a divergent. She's like, okay, I could take your head off, but that won't actually stop this program. Oh, I remember. Fucking mind control serum. It's sitting right here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kind of great. Yeah, it is kind of great. Well done. Yeah. And then, it, you know... Travels off to the end of the movie, which is leading into the next movie. Sure. Yeah. Our intrepid heroes go off on the <laughs> perpetual motion train into the... Great unknown. Great unknown, yeah. She no longer has parents to worry about because they're both dead. Right. Yep. Her brother's with her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at this point, and so is four, and maybe another... Oh, right, and... um, Peter. Uh, Christina. Christina and Peter, yep. Is Christina with them? No, Christina's not with oh, them. Oh, maybe she's not. No. No, no, no. She, she was about you're to right, shoot those not. folks. Right, right. She was out. Yeah. Excellent. So, Amber, what would you give this movie on the rock scale of Regrettable Outstanding Crazeballs or K? This is one of the many times where I truly hate the rock scale because it doesn't work. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This Go movie on. is not outstanding, nor yeah. is it K or Crazeballs, and it's certainly uh-huh, not regrettable. Okay. Yep, yep. It's a good movie. It's entertaining. It's a good female-led young adults action movie like it, it's it's anybody can enjoy it but it's aimed at a wider audience than something like the expendables is and it's mm-hmm. great to see a fucking woman in a position of power doing awesome things and being smart and stuff are you proposing amber oh, that geez. we should have a rocked scale where it's um regrettable outstanding craze balls k and decent rocked how did you make something so bad even worse? <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't participate in this. Okay. 
Yeah, I agree. It's, you know, for the movies that we watch, this is, this is outstanding for the most part. Um, I mean, it is certainly a of, better movie than what we usually watch and celebrate. what we usually do. Yeah, yeah. But is it an outstanding movie? No. But is it definitely worth the watch if you're in for some, like, fun, uh, women-led, uh, uh, you know, sci-fi dystopian shit? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. It is. There's two others that I think are okay. We're going to see. We're going to find Maybe. out. We'll let you know yes. in a few yes, weeks mm -hmm. when the journey ends. Yes. Megan. Yes, Amber. Do a story. Um, so this was a, one that uh, we got a video of where um, uh, uh, Dan was playing a game with Maddie. He was holding her up and like peek, like helping her peek around a, a, a doorway and... Uh, Erica was saying, uh, where are you? And then Maddie would say, here I am. And then um, it was very cute. It was like a peekaboo kind of thing. And then at some point, um, Maddie kind of, you can hear her kind of behind the, the door jam saying, where am I? So she's kind of taken over uh, Erica's role. And then when Dan pokes her out, she gets kind of con confused about the word she's saying. She says, where am I? Here I am, my eye. <laughs> And it's just it's it's just a confluence of 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 uh, words that you know got all jumbled in her brain because the call and response had already been broken, right? Exactly. Because she said the "Where am I?" Yeah, and then she's "Here I am, where I am." Here I, I am, where I am. I. Mm -hmm. Yep. Or maybe she's asking a larger existential question: Is this where she Could is, be. or is it just where she's most likely to be? And what does that really say about her state of being and personhood? Yeah, exactly. That's a that's a really good question, Amber. That's a deep toddler. Amber, do you have a recommendation? Megan, I don't know if I have a recommendation. You don't? Amber, there's there's something that, that uh I might recommend and it's something maybe you have experience with. Um and it's called physical therapy. <laughs> do you ever Amber Amber, do you ever do physical therapy? You know, Megan. Uh huh. As chance would have it, I do. Uh -huh. Do physical Amber, therapy. Do you, do you ever spend a third of your life doing physical therapy? <laughs> a third of my waking life, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. I, uh, you know, that is a good point. I do highly recommend physical therapy. I do yeah. about two hours of it every other day. Mm -hmm. uh, that, of course, does not include my every other weekly hour-long appointment of physical therapy with a physical therapist who then gives me the exercises. It would be every week, but insurance will not pay for more than 30 appointments. Isn't that, isn't that fantastic? Yes, mm. considering mm -hmm. that it is quite literally the only treatment for my genetic disability. Yeah. Yeah, physical therapy. I highly recommend it. There are many, many reasons one might go. Rehabilitation, weakness, chronic pain. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. very good and very useful. But it does require a lot of self-starting on your part. The appointments themselves are not what get you there. It's doing the exercises all of the time when you're supposed all to do the them. Time. Yes. But hey, it makes a huge difference. Why do you recommend it, Megan? Well, well, recently, both my mom and my uncle um, are doing some physical therapy for some uh, uh, kind of um, acute things that have come on. Uh, and, uh, and it has been very, very helpful for both of them. And 
you know, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you just need to, to work at it, which is not the easiest solution, but it's certainly, you know, good to have it as a possibility to make you feel better or stronger or more balanced or what have you. It's true. It is work. Mm -hmm. It is like therapy therapy for the brain parts. Mm -hmm. Yes. It turns out that the appointments themselves do not fix you. There is no cure. It is hard work and it is mostly going to be done by you. Like Tish trying to become better as a dauntless, so goes physical therapy. If you want your spine to be in the right position and your legs to stop popping out of their sockets, it turns out you're going to have to do some work. You're going to have to roll up your sleeves. Yep, yep. Do those exercises. Get that TheraBand. Do it. Work those hip flexors and peripheral yeah. muscles. Yeah. Support those joints. Definitely support those joints. Get yeah. the, and the core. You can't forget the core. You can't forget the core. Core strength is essential. Yes, it is. Yes, definitely recommend physical therapy. If you are having any issues, if you think you might have issues, get some physical therapy good for you mm -hmm. yeah exercise delightful well this has been fun mm -hmm. i think we did i would say like a d effort of not just describing the movie yeah i would put us at a c minus but okay i will d plus it i'm willing okay. to go that high okay sure and uh well i'll leave you here i look forward to watching i believe the next one is insurgent Okay. The next one in the series of the Divergence. We go okay. straight to Insurgence, which seems intense. It does. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you there when we do that, Megan. I hope you have a good weekend this year and a good day to you. Excellent. I'll close it up like I always do by saying, man is harder than iron, stronger than rock, and more fragile than a rose. See, the thing about that is that I agree mm. with the last part. If you, mm. for example, take iron and rock mm -hmm. and drop them on a man yeah he will squish much like a rose only different from a rose because a rose is not filled with gushy gushy blood Gush, meat and bone yeah. yeah um in some ways the rose might fare a little bit better it'll get a little crushed but it won't just gush everywhere mm -hmm. i'm not sure how a man is iron and rock because again if you take a rock and you hit it against a rock maybe tripped a little bit Rock, yeah. man, gushy. Right. Iron against iron. Ah, oh, clang, clang, clang. Iron against man. Ah, oh my. Oh, my spleen. You know? Help me. You don't get that from rocks and iron. Yeah. And my assumption is that that beautiful, artful, metaphorical saying is, is attempting to tell me that man's feelings are so delicate and he has multitudes within him, the vastness of the ocean from sorrow to joy. I... I would argue that it's actually the bones that are the most mm. fragile. Mm. And that there's no part of a human person, much less a man, that I would equate with iron or rocks. What about man's will, Amber? I think, again, if you threaten him with iron and rocks, <laughs> one will see what that if, will bend and break. What if he's dauntless, Amber? Then I guess I will just have to brainwash him with science potion. Ah, uh, science potion. The cure to everything. Sci science potion would be the cure to everything. A lot of our problems could be fixed by science potion. Mm. Like vaccines. Or... The science potion of vaccines. You've actually given me some ideas. Some rocks and some iron. I think a lot oh, of dear. 
fragile rosemen could meet my mm-hmm. iron and rocks. We could have a conversation. And then... it's a lot of air quotes, Amber. We could just... I, you know, I've learned some things from Kate Winslet's character in this movie. But where she has failed, I will succeed. Oh, boy. It's not the selfless people I'm going to go after. Okay. Well, great. I think Eve this is just a super villain in the making. I have some plans to drop. Oh. I got to go, Megan. Okay. Bye now. Bye, Amber. Bye.